Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Drew, and I am here to welcome you all to another special edition of Phoenix Down. This is episode 5.1. We are continuing our trek through Nier, the action RPG uh, published by Square Enix. Um, And tonight I have with me my regular Matt. Yep, as we're near the middle of the game, I'm uh, excited to talk about how weird this game is. Yeah, and uh, our special guest for this game is Justin the Killer Wolverine Testa. Hey, what's up? Nothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So we've... um, We've got pretty much halfway through near now. Um, the beginning, it was like a little bit of Zelda, you know, um, dungeon puzzles, things like that, and um, it had a very interesting setting. It's in the future. It, uh, it it kind of a post-apocalyptic world where the, mo- the world is kind of like moved on. Um, Magic is predominant, and um, it's a very different game. That's the only way I really I can describe it. Um, but the last time we left off on Nier was uh, we had just gained a new party member, Kaine. Um, we uh, killed her big boss, the, the the one enemy she wanted to get revenge on. And she just the ball sack lizard. The ball sack lizard thing, and um, killed it. And she basically said, "Okay, I'll just join you guys, or join you." Well, you guys, because I'm counting we're more vice. Yeah. So the next place we go, we find out that um, another sealed verse is going to be. At this area called Facade. And Facade is a large town, village, city, whatever you want to call it, in the middle of the desert. And it's uh, inhabited by people who, I guess, don't speak English. I guess that's what the language they speak. I'm not too sure. Yeah, certainly not English. I don't know what no. the heck it is. Yeah. yeah no. And um, so we travel to Facade through the desert. When we get there, we can't understand anybody. Even Grimoire Vice can't understand anybody. Uh, interesting little note, though. Um, Kaine doesn't like going into villages. She just stays out, sleeps outside and stuff like that. So every time you go into a village, she stays at the border of the village. Um, when we first get to Facade, uh, the guards kind of won't let you in until they see Kaine. And they speak in their own language to each other and let us in. No explanation whatsoever. And we walk in. We can't understand anybody. And we run into this little... Is it a girl? I'm guessing it's a girl. I I thought so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we run into this little girl who... um, They all wear masks, too. So I'm thinking that everything should be... Yeah, it's a weird little city for sure. Yeah. Um, so um, you run into this little girl named Freya. I, I'm calling it Freya. I think yeah. so. Um, and she uh, 
she can't speak, so she speaks in gestures. And uh, Nier and uh, Grimoire Vice, they both kind of seem to decipher what she's saying. And um, she basically gives us a tour of the place. And um, we're trying to get to the prince of this place, or the king of this place. Uh, mainly because we found out that the king had uh, the Black Scroll. And we were thinking, well, maybe he figured out, he's fi- trying to figure out a way to cure the disease. So we want to go talk to him. Well, after this very lengthy fucking tour of this place, because um, it's it's weird how this this town is built. It's like on um, it's like plateaus and um, almost skyscape scraperish a little bit in some areas, and it's very easy to get lost because it's built on like quicksand. It seems like. Yeah, and they have to ride rafts on the quicksand. Um, but uh, we eventually get to where the king is, and we uh, kind of find out the uh, the king has died of the black scroll, and um, the son, uh, the prince, basically, uh, has went to a uh, a I guess it's a shrine. Um, or a temple where um, I, I can't remember why he went to the temple. It was to get some kind of artifact, I think. You got me. Yeah, it's been a long time since I did this part. I did this part before we recorded the first episode. Yeah, no, I, yeah, you're right. To get an artifact, I remember. Yeah. Seeing him pick it up. Um, and instead of the guys, all the villagers and stuff like that going to stop him, they have rules. They have all these different convoluted rules um, where they can't break these rules. So, um, and I'm talking like thousands and thousands of rules, and they have them memorized. And uh, so finally, um, Nier said, well, hell, I'll just go, and I'll, I'll get him and and bring him back. And they were like, well, no, we have a rule where outsiders can't enter the, the temple. Um, but then, uh, when we're leaving, we run into Kaine, uh, at the entrance of the facade. And, uh, it seems that Freya knows Kaine. Um, because basically Kaine had saved Freya from, uh, attackers. I think it might've been shades. I can't remember what was attacking her. Um, but they have a new rule, or they have another rule, where if an outsider saves a person of the village, that outsider can get any wish they want. And they wished, let me go to the temple. So that's what they did. So we have to follow Freya to the temple. Um, if you don't, uh, you get lost and you have to start over, which is fun. <laughs> And they put sparkly shit in the fucking desert to make you run at it, and then you lose her. So, and I, it pissed me off because I was like, oh, it might be a sword or something. I start running over there. Oh, we lost Freya. Great. So we get to the temple. And this is, I'd say this is probably the first actual temple that was different 
most of the temples or, or, or most of the dungeons that we went to is basically just pull a block here, jump on it, or you know do some platforming stuff like that. This yeah, one, just just get to the end. Yeah, this one is actually very unique. So this temple, uh, when you first enter, um, has multiple doors, tons of doors. All of them are sealed with magic, and you can't get in them uh, except for one. And when you go, uh, you um, the first door, the, there's the prince. The prince is there, and he gets captured by this orb. Basically, holds suspends him in the air and takes him away. So we have to go after him. Um, another thing to mention: the next the next room that we go through kind of gets captured by one of those two. <laughs> um. So, um, how do I explain these? These these rooms that we're going through are basically trials that we have to pass. Yeah, each individual trials yeah. with um, a specific set of rules. So, yeah, to, to go along with the rules of the people of Facade, they have rules for each room. Some of them may be, you can't use sword attacks, or some of them can, you know, you can't jump, you can't run, you can't, you know, there's there's multiple things going on in these rooms. There's a ton of rooms. So you keep going through all these rooms, and the, what you have to do is is you have to take out um, these magic shooting things. It's like these little turrets almost that shoot magic. If you get hit by them, you get automatically teleported back to the beginning of the trial, and you have to start that room over again. Uh, didn't have much of a problem with most of these, except for the one where you could only use magic, and they they, they placed them everywhere. Yeah, I kind of wish that these trials were a little bit harder. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with them because I basically I don't remember what it's called, but the very first magic that we get is the one that I've always assigned to the R one, the dark blast. The, the one where you can, you can just a machine hold it down. Gun? Yeah, like yeah. a machine gun. Dark so I just yeah. used that through that whole room and never had yeah. a problem with it. I didn't either. That's what I did. <laughs> uh, except for the one room that wouldn't let me jump, I jumped over every fucking thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that, like, I cheated the shit out of this. Yeah, that was yeah the none of these rooms one. were very hard at all, I thought. No. Yeah. The, the only one that gave me trouble was the same one that gave Drew trouble, uh, the dumb jumping one. That was the very first one. And it's not where I, you know, it took me a couple tries because I didn't know what was expected of me. And uh, it, it also didn't help that if Kane got sh- uh, shot with the orbs, you start over. And I'm like, well, fuck. So <laughs> that kind of made me angry because she got hit a couple times by those orbs and had to restart. I'm like, well, that's just great. So. But other than that, there was really no trouble at all. So no. the um I mean it's pretty standard. After you go through all those trials, you go to the boss. I mean it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um the boss Which did you guys uh real quick, did you sure. notice there was one door still locked by magic? I did remember that, yeah. Okay. Just just making sure I wasn't seeing things. I'm pretty sure we'll be going back to that place. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're right. <laughs> um so the boss of this one is basically all those turrets that we had to go, you know, we had to worry about them shooting magic at us, um, has now formed 
objects they like they come together to form different things yeah because basically the turrets are like cubes yeah yeah so you're getting these giant pixelated things basically formed out of dozens and dozens of these turret cubes yeah and they float around and you hit them and when they explode you have to go to the next one and then it has like four is it like four or five different versions of it so you kill one ring and then the smaller ring goes and the smaller ring goes and the smaller ring goes well you don't have to kill all the blocks you got to kill the red ones yeah the red ones the ones that's yeah yeah the, the big red ones shoot the big red ones yeah the weak spot so it sounds like resident evil 5 or any other game yeah um easy boss fight i didn't have a single problem with this boss i hated that fucking thing really? i hated him i absolutely hated him why it just he gave me so much trouble. Like I don't know, I had to aim for the, you know, the red ones, and then you have to dodge, you know, the orbs. And then there's these big orbs, the big dark red orbs where you can't shoot, and you have to dodge. I don't know. It's just a lot. Of, I just hated it. <laughs> it, was, it was just the worst boss in the game so far. No oh, man, this was easy for me because the the dark lance that I used it slows down time. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's what I use because it's way easier and it'll knock through the block. So as long as you're even basically remotely close to the the red block, you'll hit it. Yeah. But yeah, after doing that, you save Kaine, who had been or Kaine shows up a little after you start fighting the boss. You fight the boss a couple times and it like releases Kaine or something, and then she helps you out, but she does absolutely fucking nothing. Um, then we say the prince, prince is all happy, yay. Um, and he got his artifact and this is, this is one of many interesting things about this game was that when he got his artifact and said, thank you, yay, I got my artifact. He totally does like a little legend of Zelda. I discovered something thing. He spins around and holds the mask up in the air and it plays like a little ding, 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 and the mask floats in the air. And I'm like, that's, why are they ripping off Zelda? Did anybody else notice that? I've never really played Zelda. Yeah, I haven't either. The fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to have to be on the fucking list. We're going to have to go out and buy an N64 and play Ocarina of Time. <laughs> have fun with that. I won't be doing that. I'm just kidding. What the fuck? That, you, that blows my mind. Well, oh, like on. I said before, I've never owned a Nintendo console until decades after it released. Wow. Okay. Well, I keep making all these Zelda references and <laughs> nobody's getting them. I'm sure probably anyone else who would listen to this does get it. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Anyway. So we return back. Uh, oh, and and um, we get a sealed verse. I can't remember which one this one is. I haven't used anything that I got after like the fist. Yeah, I, I still only use the the lance and the machine gun one. Yeah, I use the fist and the lance. Yeah, I use a combination between those three: <laughs> the fist, the lance, and the dark blast. But uh, I try the other ones. I get they're just not as good. No. At the very beginning of the game, I really liked the uh, dark execution one. 
I think that's what it's called, where a bunch of like lances come up out of the ground and spear all the enemies. Yeah. Yeah. But I figured it would be completely not useless against any boss, so I just haven't even equipped it ever. Yeah. So we return back to facade. Um, we have the whole, oh, the prince is back, yay! And there's like, uh, we will grant you any wish. And then Nier's like, okay, uh, we'll do, um, change a rule. Uh, we're gonna have rule zero, and it's gonna be, if any time you need to break a rule, you can, <laughs> kind of deal. So they, they, I mean, it was stupid. Kind of be trying to be cute and funny. Yeah, that's just cheating. That's like wishing for more wishes. You shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. But so we leave facade. Um. And after that, we go to the next very interesting thing. We find out that there is a um. Yeah, it's it, um. We go back to town and um, Paupula, whatever the fuck her name is, <laughs> she calls us and says, "Hey, we have I, I got a letter here. It's very strange." And you read the letter and it starts off normal and he starts putting in the word "dream," and then it eventually. This becomes, is after we had the dream, though, right? Yeah. No, this is before. No, it's after. Yeah, but, I think we had just had a dream. Yeah. At home. Yeah, about a, a guy, and he was reading the guy's lips or something. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forest of Myth. He kept saying, he said, I can only make out what he, what he was saying, and it was the Forest of Myth. Yeah. I forgot yeah. It. yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Because um, that's why it's so weird then when he, when, he, when he sees this word dream in the Forest of Myth, because she sends him to the Forest of Myth, so it's like yeah. everything's kind of and uh, focusing on this place that he has to go. Yona had the same dream too. Yeah. 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 Yona had the exact same dream. So we go to the forest of myth. We travel there to figure out what the hell's going on. And apparently there is a um it wasn't is it is a disease is is that what they're calling it is a disease? The death dream? The yeah. death dream. Um, so the death dream has basically taken over the entire village, which one person lives in this village, the mayor. Technically, I guess three people live there, but I now, and I was going to ask you if you guys had spent any more time in the forest of myth, because basically I went in and did the one thing I had to do and then left. I didn't yeah. take any time to really look around. Apparently there's other things you can do in the forest. No, I, I did the same thing you did. I just did that and left. Huh. Wow, I'm totally... Yeah, because there's other dreams that we can go through. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do that. I, I didn't even know you could. It says you get one of the a really good weapon in the game, the katana. Mm -hmm. If you, I think, do all three dreams. Son of a bitch. Huh. I totally I would have done that because I kind of enjoyed this. Yeah, I did too, and I yeah. just—I I don't know why—I just didn't look around at all when I was there. Huh? Son of a bitch. Well, I'm, I'm pissed off now. So anyway, um, we run into—we talk to this guy. He's the mayor of the of the village in the Forest of Myth, 
And he starts talking about how he is in a dream right now. And we are too. Of course, Nier's like, well, what the hell are you talking about? And Grimoire, yeah, I just walked over here and saw you. Yeah, and then Grimoire Vice is like, this man's not making any sense. You know, and so we slowly start to kind of things just don't start just don't start to add up. You know, it's like uh, you're both having this conversation, and you eventually start it eventually starts just becoming black and white text, like as you're reading all of this, and basically you have become part of the mayor's dream because you have also fell asleep and I guess contracted the, the, the death dream. So basically what happens is you, you, you're stuck in a dream for the rest of your life until you die. But, um, it becomes a storybook almost. I mean, it's basically just, you're reading, where Nier's going, what Grimoire Vice is saying. Grimoire Vice can also read what is being put on the screen. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird. Very, he, definitely breaking the fourth wall there. And he's constantly saying, I did not say that. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting, but very strange, too, as I've never seen anything like this before. Very strange, because the game, there's no gameplay at all in this section. It's just text. Yeah. And the only thing you actually do, other than advancing the text, is to answer a couple of riddles. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's 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 well written and um it's a little bit overwritten, I think. You think so? It's a bit flowery. Yeah. But I think intentionally just to make it sound more like prose. Yeah. Did uh did anyone get one of the riddles wrong or anything? No. I thought oh, that okay. was easy. Yeah, no, that's what I was wondering what happens if you uh got one wrong. So, I don't know. I have no idea, actually. No. Um, so yeah, after after solving the riddles, uh, you get a, a multiple riddles um, during this dream. Uh, you break the curse and uh, wake up. And uh, right before you start dreaming in the whole text world thing or whatever, the uh, the mayor claims that says I've seen you before uh, he's talking to Nier about that and um, later on in that dream uh, he gets a riddle from an old man and the old man reiterates that fact as well he said it was from a long time ago um, after you wake up you get the sealed verse and you realize that was a boss fight apparently <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, in fact, it, this is the last sealed verse, right? Or is there one more? Or not? Uh, I think that was the last one. No. I'm trying to think of the bosses after that. There's one in the Haunted Manor. Yeah. Was there? Yeah, because basically once we have all the sealed verses, that... When we triggers were basically yeah. the end of this first part. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't remember what the end of the haunted mansion was. Um, so um, basically, after um, after we return back to the village, uh, Yona uh, says, um, 
I got a uh, letter today, and um, it's from a guy, and he's in trouble, and he needs your help. And the whole time, apparently, Grimoire Vice and uh, Nier are both thinking that she had a boyfriend. This girl's like 12 years old. And she's been sick for thousands of years. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So, um, we decide. <clears throat> you can actually choose to either say, yes, I'll go to that manor and see this kid, or not. Of course, everybody says yes. Yeah, I kind of wondered if they were just going to pull a... Basically, it's you go willingly or you go unwillingly, but nothing is going to change, was was my guess. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. picked yes, but I don't know what would have happened if you picked no. Probably the same thing when you first uh, got introduced to Vice. You know, you kind of have to... You choose no, but you kind of still have to pick yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to advance anything, right? Yeah. So um, we travel to the manor, which is going toward uh, the... Um, the south, which is over there, close to um, what's the name of that village? The the the, sh- the fishing village, Seafront. Seafront. Yeah. yeah. Um, the manor, which we talked about on the last show, uh, where the spiders are, and also turns into black and white and seems to be time stands still there, kind of thing. Um, but this time there's a butler standing outside the place, and he says, "Oh, it was a butler." Yeah. He says that, oh, um, we, um, we've been expecting you. At this point, Grimoire Vice is, like, freaking the fuck out. Yeah. He is the biggest scaredy cat, and uh, he doesn't want to be here at all. So when you walk inside, we come to our next video game reference. Yeah. You walk in and pretty it's, direct reference too. And it's, yeah. it's it's almost a yeah. <laughs> a fucking remake of the mansion from Resident Evil. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has static cameras. Um, which, by the way, I take back everything I said last week about this game being really good at the interface between camera angles and not getting caught going one way and then having the camera switch and then that messing up your controls. Yeah. Because yeah, this... I had the worst freaking time navigating this mansion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like walking to the right, walking to the right, the camera switches, and immediately I'm walking back to the left in, in the opposite direction that I want to yeah. go. And then the camera switches again. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It was yeah. like I, I was just laughing to myself that I had mentioned that this game did a good job of that because this was god-awful. Yeah. Um... So you have to walk around this mansion looking for Emil, or I guess yeah, he says he's, his name's Emil. Um, and uh, it just it doesn't really explain anything. You just walk around. You do notice there's some doors that are locked, and they have um, uh, different crests on the uh, above the locks, much like Resident Evil. Uh, you start finding keys. Uh, no monsters here at all. Yeah, no monsters. There's really only one quote-unquote scary thing that happens that I saw, which was the, the there's one sink that fills up with blood. I didn't even see that. There were multiple times whenever I was walking by a door that it would bang, and both, oh. both Nier and Grimoire Vice would go, ah! <laughs> like that. Um, which is kind of funny. Um... 
But yeah, we open up a bunch of doors. We eventually get to this room where there's a piano and there's a little boy playing the piano there. Uh, his name's Emil. And uh, you originally think that he's blind because he has on a blindfold over his eyes. Uh, come to find out, Emil has a special power that whoever he looks at will eventually turn to stone. He can petrify anybody just by glancing at them. Um, and um, he basically finds out that there is some information in a room in a certain area of the uh, the manor that uh, has probably some information that could possibly cure him of his petrification curse. And he wants near to go because their shades have invaded that area of the manor. Um, so we go. We, we decide, and much to Grimoire Vice's chagrin, he doesn't want to go at all. Um, we go to the area. There's a bunch of shades there, and we also Emil comes with us, right? This time. Uh, I think so. Yeah, Emil comes with us. Um, he has the power to basically turn at least one thing into stone. Um, so he does really actually help out in combat a decent amount. He's a little slow on the casting. Yeah. Um, I tried to put him to use, but you basically have to wander around and not attack somebody at first. Yeah. And wait for him to like petrify them, and then it's a one-hit kill to shatter them. He's at least uh, keeping the guys off of me while I'm slashing like a group of them. Uh, but um, we eventually get to uh, the area um, where we need to be. We find uh, the documents that uh, possibly... Uh, could help him. Uh, unfortunately, they have they're written in some different language. Uh, Butler shows up and says, "Hey, I may be able to decipher those, but it may take some time." Uh, after that, um, yeah, there is no boss in this part. Was there? I don't remember it. I don't think there was. Uh, um. No, there wasn't a. Well, boss. it's. Isn't this where we fought? It says we fought a book, and it would like have the pages that would like fly around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah. was it was easy though. I think I had some trouble with this one. Really? Not a lot, but I I find that I wish they would let me hold more herbs in this game. Yeah, trust yeah. me, I, we're gonna get into that. Because, I, and it's weird because I feel like when I have herbs and I don't need them. I'm just wasting them because I can't pick up any more. You know, I might have my limit of 10 and then have to pass by like five of them. But then when I'm in a battle, I feel like I use all 10 of those and then I need more. Yeah, no. that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there was there was a small fight before you get the, um, the documents. Uh, there is a book that comes to life and um, basically uses some magic to try and stop you. Uh, to me, it was pretty simple. Um, it was just hack and slash. Um, after uh, after doing that, um, yeah, Kanye ran off. I forgot about that. Like in Resident Evil, 
you go you go off to another room when you return Connie's gone kind of like how Wesker was gone mm-hmm. um, but anyway um, she finally shows back up and um, we give the documents to the kid he uh, he says you know I thank you for everything uh, and we leave um, kind of uh, has a touching moment with Emil. Uh, I guess it's a touching moment. It wasn't really touching to me. I'm just saying it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but they she she whispers something into his ear. And we don't know what it is. I'm sure we'll find out at a later date. Yeah, and I like how Weiss says, <laughs> asks her if basically if she was like propositioning him. Yeah. Asks her if it was inappropriate. So, um, we go back to the village, and, um, when we get there, uh, right away, it seems like, while we're walking through the village, uh, we go to see, uh, we, we, it, it's, we get a cut scene where, like, it looks like it's getting darker, like it's like a storm's coming, almost. Yeah. Um, and we go see... Popola in, in the library. And um, like almost an earthquake seems to happen. It's like it shakes everything. Run outside, and shades have basically invaded the village. Um, and to make matters worse, there is this gigantic shade uh, at the end of the village toward the south area. Um, that's basically uh, making its way toward the library. At this point, I totally forgot about this. Um, Emil shows up. Uh, oh, yeah, he ran the whole way. Yeah, he ran the whole way blind. <laughs> and um, made it. he was trying to warn everybody that uh, the shades were coming. And um, so we, we take him back to Paula's, Paula's. And um, that's when it happens. So Emil is in the library. When the shit starts hitting the fan, uh, Nier's like, hey, somebody go get my daughter and take her to the library as well. So she's in the library as well. And it's now up to you to stop this gigantic shade along with a shit ton of other shades uh, from reaching the library. So, this fight was kind of annoying. Yep. Yeah, this was a little bit mainly be- mainly because the the boss wasn't that difficult. It was those fucking shades that kept hitting me in the back while I was trying to fight the boss. Yep, but I found a way around it. Mm. You run behind it. I, I ran yeah behind it, and um, you know that little uh, the entrance. Yep. That's that's you know where the the big guys on top of or whatever. Yeah. I was at that entrance and I just used dark blast, and you you can hit him anywhere, and it would take his health down. You didn't have to hit the hand that you know he pounds on the ground. Yeah. You can hit him anywhere and that, you know, shoot him away, which was awesome because it took me, <laughs> that first time when I tried to beat this guy the right way, it was just so stupid because of those stupid shades hitting you in the back. And then it seemed like every time I was jumping over the shockwave that uh, came out when he hit the ground with his big old hand, no matter what I did, I would jump over it. No matter what, I would still get hit by it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? 
So that's when I figured out how to cheat. <laughs> so when you when when you fight this guy, there's a few stages. I say stages, but uh, he basically moves. Yeah, because he's making his way down the uh, merchant district. Yeah, which is like a long narrow corridor. So you fight him once while he's on top of the the buildings. Um, then he makes it to the big bridge. Um, then you have to run up the bridge and basically hit him there. Then he starts walking uh, from the bottom part of the town going up the hill toward the um, the library. Um, once he starts walking, Kaine shows up and starts helping you. And I had taken so many hits and used up so many of my healing items that I had enough health to take two hits. That was it. I died so many times trying to stop this guy from reaching the library. <laughs> um, I finally beat him there. And uh, you get this huge cutscene like fucking near does like a fucking braver from Final Fantasy 7 and slashes him completely down the middle and all this other stuff. And you basically destroy his body, but his head's still alive. And it grows, yeah, it, it grows tentacles and starts coming at you. By that time, we're like, fuck this. Let's get into the library and bar the doors. So that's what we do. And then it bashes through the doors. And um, we're kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, we have another fight we fight this damn thing again uh, I'm still two hits away from death um, which this part wasn't really that difficult he just kind of stands there and, and waves his arms at you a little bit um, but he does charge at you a couple of times um, after you finally defeat that part uh we trick it or push it into the big double doors that have always been locked in the uh, whenever you went to the library. And um, Kaine's trying to hold the door, keeping it from coming back out. Uh, at this point, Grimoire Nor shows up. Yeah, the fabled counterpart to Grimoire Vice. Yeah, he shows up as well as this one humanish looking shade that has angel wings. Um, I don't know what that thing is. Yeah. Is that the Shadow Did... Lord? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go with yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it's interesting because before that, Nier got stabbed by the what was it blood that was on the floor or was yeah, that just it was like, like a puddle of blood on the floor yeah and that's where it, you know I, I isn't that i don't know where the where the human shade came from i i almost thought it came from near it looked like i don't remember exactly but i know i know for a fact i want to say the grimoire uh, um nor and uh the shadow lord or whatever it is came out of the, the monster before we locked it up. Am I thinking wrong? I don't know. I could I be honestly wrong. don't remember. But I do remember one thing. Um, they showed a, uh, a... During the cutscene, they showed kind of a close-up of near kind of looking at the Shadow Lord thing, and it looks exactly like him. 
I can't wait to see what the big reveal of this game is. People recognize near, and now if he looks like the Shadow Lord. I don't know. I feel like it's building up. There's enough little hints that there could be a big... I hope it's not a corny twist, but at least some kind of big reveal. Yeah. So, um... Grimoire, Nor, and Vice uh, basically go into a battle themselves. I wouldn't um, really call it a battle. Well, it, it, into a <laughs> yelling match. He's trying to match. absorb him, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, first, he just propositions him. <laughs> and he's like, hey, we should join, and uh, we will be like the most powerful book in the world. <laughs> um. Uh, Vice says he don't want to have anything to do with him. He shows his he shows his um his he's a stand up book who likes to uh, stand by his friends um, and refuses. Um, during that time, uh, Noir basically forces himself into Vice. <laughs> book porn. Yeah, sex- <laughs> sexually and uh, metaphorically speaking. Um. And uh, they become one for a little while. Not long, though. And uh, during this time, they, they, they kind of come out of this, like... It, it seemed like... Because they were, they were both talking to each other in, like, this big white area. Like, a big white room. It was like they went to another dimension for a minute there. And then when they pop back out, they... Uh, he, he basically was one book and then forced him away. Uh, well, before that, before when they were still having their, you know, encounter, that's when uh, um, Kane did her whole opening speech, you know, that we get in the beginning, the start oh, yeah. screen. She does Vice, that. You, so. Vice, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so now well, we know where that comes from. Yeah. Um, while she's holding the door trying to keep this, this big monster from coming back out. Um... At this time, but it's not locked or anything. So no, it's how bad this monster is if it can't just push the door open. That's true. Well, so it's a plot device. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, at this point, uh, Vice and Noir, um, basically separate Vice saying, I'll never be a part of you. And, um, Noir is basically, he uses some type of magic to where he takes takes the magic away from Vice. So, yeah. next boss fight, Grimoire Noir, you don't have any magic abilities um, to begin with. And you have to fight him, and slowly, every time you, you do the whole timed seal thing, you get another magic ability back. Uh, when during this fight, I was able to take two hits. Again, still, no healing items whatsoever. I cannot tell you how many times I had to restart this because I died so many times. Oh man, you talking about fucking pissed off? I mean, you like, oh my god. Even even my girlfriend was like, Drew, maybe you need to take a break. I was like, you fucking take a break. <laughs> I was like, I can't stop now because I haven't saved in a while, and it doesn't save at checkpoints. I will lose like an hour's worth of time. 
Yeah, it's good in in the fact that you don't have to restart the whole boss battle usually. Yeah. Yeah. When you die partway through, but yeah, it, it's a pain if you get stuck in a a circle where you die and have to restart, but there's you have no access to healing magic or healing herbs or anything. If you don't have it, then you don't have it. Yeah. Usually though, the game is good about having a, a a save point right before a boss battle, but I don't remember this one having one, to be honest. No, after the whole. Could you have run to that one that's out in outside of your house while the gigantic shade was tromping his way up the hill towards the library? Probably. I know. Um. I ooh, I don't know, because I mean, if he gets to the library, it's it's your it's game over. Yeah, I didn't I didn't look for it or even see if it was accessible, but it it would have pretty much been on the way. Yeah. I don't know, to be honest with you. I know if you run too far away, Vice is like, now is not the time to be a coward or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, after this fight, which took for fucking ever for me, uh, because you basically have to dodge like a bunch of magic attacks is coming at you, um, and basically learn the pattern. Yeah. And it just, it, like, I had that fucking boss memorized by the time I finished it. So... I can't really remember what happens. I remember he, he takes Yona. No, I remember what happens. Uh, he does take Yona. He does take Yona. Uh, but before that, he stabs Nier in the fucking chest with this gigantic, like, spike thing. And, like, you'd think it would, like, mortally wound him. Yeah. But yeah. apparently not. He falls over uh, in pain uh, the Shadow Lord angel-looking thing takes Yona, and they both fly away out of the ceiling of the the library. At this point, Emil has gotten up and is like worried to death, um, and you have an option because that beast is not going to stay in that. Yeah, kind of still trying to hold the door shut. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to stay in there for long, and we need to do something now. So Kine says, Emil, take off your blindfold and turn me into stone so we can seal this door up. And you have a choice. Either seal it up and turn her into stone, or... What was it? Do nothing and get annihilated? Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. give you a very appealing no. option B. Yeah. No. Even though I clicked option B. Did what you? It do? Yeah. I clicked option B and um, Kane says, God damn it, we don't have time for this. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured would happen. Yeah. So you have to order a meal to basically turn her into stone. And stop the monster from getting out. And you do that. She gets turned to stone. It seals the door. Everybody's safe for now. Nier's laying there bleeding to death, I guess, but he's not. Um, and Emil's crying. Fade to black. Five years later. Yeah, not a very happy note to go out on. No, very strange way to transition to. Yeah. To go from that to five years later. Um, 
Well, anyway, five years later, we're back in the village. A uh, woman screams. She sees there's a man laying there, what looks to be dead. And there's these shades that show up with body armor on. Uh, and they um, are about to kill the woman, and then all of a sudden, Nier shows up. But it's not in regular Nier. It's Nier with a gigantic sword. And an eye patch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's not really an eye patch, because I didn't know it, it was covering one of his eyes until a later cutscene. I just thought he was wearing like a Robin mask. Yeah, it's basically an X, a sideways X across his face. Yeah. And, um... I guess in the past five years, Nier's learned some new tricks. He learned how to wield a two-handed sword as well as a spear. Yep. Um, and he's became stronger, I guess. Or I just may have been the sword doing that. Um, you fight off these shades. Uh, you talk to the woman. She's all pissed off because I guess her husband died. <laughs> and... Uh, more vice is basically saying not even the village is safe anymore. And so at this point, I, I just want to know what you guys are thinking at this point. My first thought was that it, it reminded me of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Although, you know, that's probably just because I'm on a Star Wars kick. But the way the way that that ended before the five years later. I'm like, oh, Kainé's been frozen in carbonite. Yeah. And uh, you know, things are things are not looking good for our plucky heroes. <laughs> and uh, you know, waiting to see what how Act Three turns out. But you know, I I just think it's kind of a a strange decision because it kind of feels like the end of a game or the end of something big, but it's just kind of plopped right in the middle of the game here. Yeah. It's. It's almost like they just had to skip a bunch of stuff. They're like, all right, that was cool, and now we need you to level up quickly or, or change somehow, so we'll just advance a bunch of years. Because th- it could have been one year, it could have been five days later, it could have been ten years later. It's, it's kind of arbitrary, it seems. Especially five years. I mean, that's a long damn time. Especially whenever you're looking for your daughter. Yeah. Who has a disease who's supposedly dying. But. So. Five years later. Nier's still looking for his daughter. Um, he actually does a little bit of narration for himself. And. Um, you. Um, Popola. Gets a letter from Emil. Saying that he has discovered. Possibly the cure for his uh, his illness. So you decide to go back to the manor and um, see if you can possibly help him. We get there and he says that it's a um, he found out that there is actually a facility up under this manor that um basically where they did some things. He didn't he doesn't really know what happened. But uh, there, there's a laboratory almost up under the manor. And uh, he just so happens to know where the entrance is. So we go down to the um, to the facility under the manor. And uh, we start... Well, I mean, this this is like an isometric view. Yeah. Uh, remind me a lot of Final Fantasy VII for some reason. 
Yeah, when you're making your way through their factories there. Yeah, they reminded me of like when you ran through the Shinra company in Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Um. So um, and during this time, there's a shit ton of shades. In fact, there's shades everywhere now. Um. And you can't leave him behind. He's such a slow running character, and if you run too far. You get a little text box pop up and say, well, you can't leave the lad behind. The lad's falling behind. So that's really annoying. Another annoying fact is that there's shades everywhere. Another annoying fact is you have to find key cards in order to get through doors. And sometimes they don't show up. Yeah. You just have to like press against the walls until you see examine pop up at the top of the screen. I only had one that I couldn't really find. I, mean, I could find them all. It was just damn annoying. So, but uh, during while you're running through this dungeon, uh, you start finding these documents, these letters that uh, are basically it starts putting pieces together to show exactly what this facility was. Um, it, they were all dated to 2034, I believe. So a few years, like about 10 years before the end of the world happened, supposedly. Um, or the, the beginning of the game happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they talk about uh, creating these special weapons. So it's like a weapons facility where they made weapons and things like that. But they were using magic to do it. And um, they talk about a one specific specimen that they were using. They were doing experiments on living creatures and uh experiment or what was it experiment six i think mm-hmm. i thought it was seven and it was six and seven yeah. six and seven yeah but was it experiment were they called experiment or uh, subject six subject six yeah. Yeah. yeah um they keep talking about it and how they've they've basically created a a, a weapon that they can't control so they created another weapon to stop it. And that's that's Subject 7. So after traveling through the entire facility, we get to this one big area where Subject 6 is there. Uh, just hanging around with a bunch of fucking like stakes through the body. And All right, So this, this is where the game gets fucking... I mean, it's weird, but this is where it gets disturbingly weird. So this subject six, uh, Emil starts to realize and remember subject six is his sister, and he's number seven, um, and he is designed to stop her. Uh, basically, that's why he has the power to petrify things. So this thing looks fucking weird. It's like. It's kind of human form, but it's huge. It stands about 15, 16 feet tall. Yeah. Uh, it has a very strange face and head. It's like a giant creepy doll. Yeah. It looks like something you'd see in Silent Hill. And um, Emil basically says, I'm going to do something crazy. He basically pulls a, a K from Men in Black. I'm going to go get my gun back. <laughs> um, and he lets 
his sister devour him, eat him whole. Um, don't really know why. <laughs> um, so, uh, but um, this thing's coming after you now. Um, but Vice says, don't attack it with your weapons, your swords, because uh, you may hurt a meal inside. So he says, well, just use your magic. Um, because Emil is basically immune to magic, or very resistant to magic. So um, you know, you can really only you can only damage it by using magic. I used my sword a couple of times and nothing happened. Like I didn't get a game over because I killed Emil or anything. Um, this fight wasn't really like hard. It was a little annoying because I kept running out of magic, and there was twice where I had the timer counting down. And I didn't have enough magic to finish the damn thing off, so it, oh, it, it yeah, would it would gain yeah it would gain a fourth of its health back. I'm like fucking hell, I gotta do his shit over again. So I he, thought it was pretty easy though because you can hit him basically at any time. You don't have to wait for like certain times. Yeah. Certain openings to hit him. Yeah, I mean it was a very simple thing. It was just time consuming. It seemed like to me. Yeah. So um, we uh, we take it down, and uh, this it's kind of like this uh, almost like a wormhole or or like a little dimensional rift. We can hear a meal in it, and uh, we're saying he's like I'm alive, I'm okay, and uh, he said I got to come out. So there, he comes out of the um, portal. And um, he has drastically changed. Yeah. Um, Emil looked like a human being in the beginning. A little boy. Yeah. Now he looks like Jack fucking Skellington. <laughs> he has a big, as Justin likes to put it, moon face. It looks like a moon with a big creepy smile. Yeah, it looks like the moon from Majora's Mask. He has a really huge head, big bulging eyes. And a smile, constant smile. He's the Joker. Yeah. Uh, and these he doesn't have sharp teeth. It's just like a big smiling you know, with his teeth. And when he talks, he just opens up his teeth. <laughs> and uh, he hates. He originally he he thinks he's you know hideous, and he's. And he like, is. Yeah, he is very hideous. Um, and he has like skeleton arms and legs. So it's just his bones. And he can float. And he can float. And he has a wand now. <laughs> For some reason. Um, and a cloak. Uh, so uh, he thinks he's hideous. Near, of course, being the, the awesome guy he is. And the and the wonderful father. I think he's I think he's kind of like adopted Emil as his son. Um, he says, look, I, I don't care what you look like. He said, I'm with you. No matter what. And that was a nice little moment. And then he looked up at him in that creepy fucking face and I wanted to punch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if it's my son. If you look like that, that is, no. We need that. We need, we I'm need sorry, to, you're out. <laughs> we need to do something with that. Like hit it with a shovel or something and bury it in the backyard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, I mean, people listening, if you've never played Nier, go fucking look at it. 
Look at the fucking box cover. I think he's on the box cover in the background. Uh, he is pretty weird looking. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, um, but during this process of him turning into Jack Skellington, he has the new ability to control his petrification. He can turn it on, turn it off. He can reverse it. And he says, you know what? We can go save Kanye now. So that's what we do. We go back to the library. I, I guess, well, later on they do. But I guess nobody bats an eye whenever they see a floating skeleton-looking thing following near around. Uh, he goes to the library, and he uses power to um, unpetrify uh, Kaine. It works. And uh, it also uh, removes the barrier from the door. And that monster gets out five years later. And we have to fight it again. <laughs> and I have a feeling this is the rest of the game. Basically, fighting bosses. And um, what level are you guys at at this point? I uh, during while I was running through the whole mansion dungeon thing, I hit level eighteen. Okay, I think that's pretty much exactly where I am. Yeah, eighteen. Which is weird because I don't remember. I the last time I remembered. Leveling up was like level eight. And yeah, then, I don't really remember going from yeah seven or eight to seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, so that makes me wonder if you know if you're not like a a level eighteen before that, if you automatically just you know get to that level because it's five years five later. Years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's just gotten stronger. Yeah. Um, truth be told, I, I yeah, it's been a long time since it actually like did the little ring around me and said level up. Yeah. So. Um, we have to fight this boss again. It, it, it's the exact same fight from five years ago. Yeah, hit the tentacles. Yeah, hit the tentacles. Uh, hit him in the face until the time before the timer runs out, and then he uses he basically squeezes it to death with magic hands. Why couldn't he just you know do that five years ago? I don't know. Because he got stabbed in the fucking chest and they never explain what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happened to his eye. His that, right eye. Yeah, that's where that patch. Maybe maybe that's the reveal at the end. He, <laughs> it was his <laughs> eye all along and he removed it or some shit. What a twist. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, um, Kanye wakes up, and uh, she, I guess, supposedly recognizes Emil right away. Yeah, and she I was has a really, little touching moment with him. Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't really expecting that. I was kind of like, you know, expecting her to be all vulgar and stuff. When what he, the when fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh well. I guess the, the sweetness of her came out. I don't know. I don't, I don't like sweet Kanye. She's really only vulgar to Remor Vice and, and Near. She likes Emil. Seems like. And Vice loves her to death, too. I gotta say, <laughs> as far as sidekicks go, I think Vice is one of the best that I've ever seen in a game. Yeah. I think his dialogue is pretty funny. Yeah, he, he, he does pretty good. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a stubborn know-it-all. 
who constantly makes fun of people. He thinks he's above everybody else. But he, he also has a heart, you can tell. Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't really like to show that he does. Yeah, he doesn't like to show it. And he also uh, gets scared easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's scared of the Resident Evil mansion. And and the other thing I found out about him, like while I was listening to the dialogue and things like that, was that um, he he seems to be learning, and he seems to like to learn too. Like um, whenever uh, I know during the big um, the, trying to get the the two twin sisters to sing, um, they were talking about the sisters themselves, and he he you could tell that he was like totally engaged in learning about these sisters. And I was like, this, this is very interesting for somebody who claims to be a know-it-all, you know. Yeah, he shouldn't care. He shouldn't care at all, but, I mean, he, he, you can tell that he does. And well, I, think, I was shocked uh, back in the facade where uh, he actually didn't know the language. He's never heard of it. So that was, you know, with him being a big know-it-all, I was shocked that he didn't know it. Yeah. yeah. But it was shocked that he picked it up pretty quick. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, he's very intelligent, but... He's constantly learning, I guess. His CPU is a neural net processor. A learning computer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, nice Terminator reference. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's where I kind of left off. The last thing I remember was um, uh, Paula, pa- Paula, 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 Paula. Paula. I'm calling her Paula from now on. She's way less exotic. Oh, it's just Paula. Yeah, Paula. Eventually, it's just P. Yeah. Puh. Puh showed up at the library. Um, she basically calls Nier in and says, um, the people of the village don't want Kaine and Emil here. Especially fucking Emil because he's fucking creepy looking. Um, and this really angers Nier. He's, he's pissed off. He's like, these are my fucking friends. Kiss my And they ass. saved your village. Yeah. I said, do you realize what these people have done? These people saved your village. I have too. Do you realize how much I've done for this village? Well, we don't care. That that thing's creepy. Get him out of here, please. So they got to sleep outside. They have to sleep outside. And Nier tries to go to sleep that night. And he can't sleep because he's so pissed off. He wanted to strangle Paula. Wait, he said that too. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> or thought it or whatever. It was in text. Inner so. dialogue. Yeah. So, um and that's that's where I've gotten I, I like Justin, is that where you pretty much thought? That, yeah, that's exactly where I left off. Okay. Matt, you you were you're a little farther, right? Yeah, I played a little bit past this, but not not too much. Yeah. And I, I guess we'll just stop right there as far as story stuff goes. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about our feelings with the game as of the second part. Well, the second part is definitely interesting that he's learned, you know, how to wield a a, a two-handed sword. That 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 sword is fucking powerful when you first use it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it almost one hit kills the little one. Some of them it yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. And it usually guarantees a knockdown. Yeah. Um, I, I tried using the spear, and I'm just like, eh. After using the two-handed sword, I'm like, nothing's gonna... I'm not gonna use anything else. Uh, truth be told, I went back to the one-handed swords. 
Really? Yeah. I kind of want to. I feel like I'm left open for a lot of hits. I am. So slow. I'm well, definitely see, left open for hits. I think it has a bigger radius, so when you're swinging it, it hits the enemies behind you, and it knocks them back as you're coming forward with it, too. So you don't get hit as often, is w- yeah. what I found. But you still take some shots, obviously, but it's not as often yeah. as you would think. So. Um, I-, I find it a little jarring that they introduced two all-new sets of weapons, like yeah, right now. Instantly, yeah. Yeah, it, it just feels fucking off to me. You know, it just... I'm like, just leave me alone. Just like I, I thought they had a good thing going. It was simple. They have, you know, you got one certain type of sword. It's always going to play like this. You can get new ones. You can upgrade them, sure. But they always play the same. And then they introduce these new mechanics, you know. And well, I mean, it fits. I mean, yeah, it fits. It's just like too little too late for me. Yeah, I, I like the way they did it. You know, it's five years later. He's learned new skills and, you know, he can – new weapons and – I kind of like it. I like what they did with it. Hmm. Um, the only other thing I can think of, like as as far as what I'd like to mention, is just how strange this game is. <laughs> this game is very strange. Yep. And it, like they do so many references to other video games, and they break the fourth wall, and they, but then they try to tell a very serious story as well. That is, that is very very strange. Like I like I still have no idea where this this story is going to go from here. No idea. How does this connect to the beginning of this game? Whenever it, it was two thousand forty something. Like it like I I have no idea how they're going to connect this stuff if they connect it. They have. I think at this point they have to. Now that they've laid down a couple references that people recognize him. Yeah, I mean they. Before. So Matt, let me ask you this because I know. Um, it, does it feel like they're giving us more stuff than Crimson Gem Saga did? Because it seems to me like they're giving us hints to things of like a like the story, like that's going to happen later on. While Crimson Gem Saga did that a little bit, like every once in a while, is it doing it enough for you? In this game, still not enough. And I mentioned this last week. I, the backstory I like, and I like the mystery of the game. But the way that the story is actually unfolding isn't really everything it could be. Yeah, it's just, it's a good story, but it's just not told very well. Right. It's you know it's taking its time, which I think, I think after this five year gap, I think it's going to be a lot of story. You think so? I think so. I have a feeling it is. Because we've we've got all the sealed verses. It's basically, I don't know. No, yeah, you guys have never played Zelda. <laughs> so, I mean, it's 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 like after you get the master sword, you know, shit ramps up. So, I kind of wish one thing that I wish during the second section is that if they're going to jump ahead and say 5 years later, I wish we had gotten maybe even just a block of text to say this is all the shit that's gone down in the last five years. Yeah. You know, with the you know the the, the town has crumbled a little bit more and the shades are invading. The shades are invading, and now you've got Nier, who's been absent a lot because he's out scouring the countryside for his daughter. 
which has allowed the shades more opportunity to come in and you know people in the village have died or left and it because i think it it would have had more impact when they come back and like rescue kaine if it hadn't just happened like four minutes ago yeah and if i didn't feel like it just happened four minutes ago i don't know and i think that's something where the story if it was told better that could have been more impactful that's true Justin, what do you feel about the story so far? Uh, I don't really. I just want answers, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just the biggest thing I want is just what the hell is really going on. Well, I, I, I get the feeling that you're a little bit more invested now. Oh, yeah. I, I'm starting the second half really uh, got me a lot more intrigued. The The first half I struggled through it, like I said uh, in the first episode, uh, I, you know, I it basically bored me to where I wanted to sleep, but now I'm, 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 I'm excited to find out what really is gonna go on, and if we're gonna save his daughter, and how, and you know, hopefully get the answers I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, it's also the game itself has changed up the gameplay a lot more in the second half than it did in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, that's part. That's that's very true. Also. So but... I I think that's helped keep me. I, I like the second part a lot more than the first part, and, and I think that's a big part of it. It's just the things that. The way we're actually playing the game is so much different minute to minute, like section to section, going from a text adventure to the Resident Evil mansion to the isometric dungeon. Like, it, it, it's all so different, and that it's one of the things that I really appreciate about this game is that it feels ambitious. Like, I, yeah, I guess on one hand, it's like, oh, we're just trying to cram a bunch of stuff together, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's not a very smooth game. But I appreciate that they're trying to do a lot with it, maybe more than they could handle. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I can't figure out what the developers of this game were trying to do. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's really a point to shoehorning in all these different types of gameplay. Were they just wanting to do like a homage to all these different genres, or were they just... You know, I don't know to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's very interesting. It's very unique. I'll give it that. I mean, it's, it's it, this is a game that I've never really seen before. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the gameplay mechanics before, but the setting itself, the strangeness of the characters, and the the way the story is told is very unique. Um. And I'm, I'm definitely excited to see how it's going to go. So far, I mean, I've had a very good time. Yeah. I'm a little bit scared about the boss fights that we're going to encounter in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a little scared that it's going to get a little bit more frustrating than it has been in the first half. Yeah. The only but real I... frustrating bosses that I encountered in the first half was that stupid cube monster <laughs> and that gigantic shade, which, you know, after figuring out how to, you know, cheat it, it wasn't really that hard. Yeah. But, yeah. So. See, and there's there's probably going to be a ton more boss fights, I would think. See, the boss fights weren't that difficult. The thing that was fighting me the most was me running out of fucking healing items. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And, you know, um, before taking on the gigantic shade, um, the first time I fought him, I didn't have any. And I got killed, and I was like, fuck this, I'm done. The next night I put it in, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to a store, I'm going to buy them. There's no store in the village that sells them. So I'm like, what you, the fuck? You, am I you can get? buy the herbs down in the in the village. Where? It's down in that little corridor where the giant shade was tromping through. Yeah. 
There's three shops there. And it I, must be I, at the I, other end then, because there there's at least like five or six shops there. One of them sells potions, like the medicinal herbs. There, oh. it's it's one hundred for the medicinal herbs, and it's one thousand if you want to buy the upgraded one that refills sixty percent of your health instead of thirty percent. The healing salve. Yeah, you can buy both of those though in that little shopping district. Then I have no idea how I missed it. You have to look for the sign. It looks like a like a potion bottle, basically. Cause I know there's a lot of useless shops that sell like berries and twigs and yeah. Has anybody planted any plants? No. I didn't know you could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've either. I've got a whole garden. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a house to go with this? Am I? The, the house. Yeah, it's next to your house. house. Yeah. Oh, where the chickens are. Yeah. Yeah, I never went over that way. Yeah, over there next to Nier's house, he has like a garden. You can plant them um, and use different fertilizer and stuff too. Um, to do what exactly? Grow grow plants. Right, but what do they give you benefits? Like, do they drop health potions? No, or? it's okay. just plants. I don't <laughs> fucking plant. know. I've, I've been collecting shit in this game that I have no idea what it's for. Yeah. Do you, and realize, I, you realize how many old dictionaries I have? Right, and you seem I would think that since you got a limit on health potions, you have a limit with how many dictionaries or school books you pick up. I'm like, well, shit. I haven't reached that limit yet for the school books. Yeah. <laughs> so I must have at least 30. Why would I need them? Uh, does it help me with my, my quest? Does it give me health? Then I don't fucking want it. Yeah, is the point just to sell them? Is that all they are? Can or you do... sell them? Yeah, I would imagine. There's a... Yeah, at the, at a, I thought you could at the shops. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know either. I haven't delved into that at all. I haven't either. I just I've been doing main story stuff. The the side quest stuff might as well not even exist. Right. We've been getting enough swords in the game. I feel I'm not going to go out and spend all the money that I've accrued so far to buy one random sword that may or may not be any better. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like picking up the words, though. Oh man, I got a shit ton now. Yeah, and I you know I don't even look at them. I just go to equip best. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) So. <laughs> Whatever it does, hey, it's got to be the best, so can't go wrong. I actually choose um, mainly because I want experience percentage better. Oh yeah. Right now I have a word that gives me twenty percent experience gain. Nice. But I haven't leveled up yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking for fucking ever to level up in this game. Yeah, is there even a bar that we could see if we are like close to leveling up? There's not I a haven't... bar, but there is a experience. It shows you what level you are, and it says to next level, and it has a number. Yeah. Which where's that at in the menu? Is that on the left side where you quit the game and everything? Um, I thought it was but... upper center, maybe off to the right. Yeah. The screen. Like right when you pause the game, it should be right there. Oh, is it? Oh shit. Well, I I'm not think... very observant. I think. I can't yeah, remember. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm sure huh. it's under status though. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah, it's just it's like I don't know. I level up faster in Dungeons and Dragons than I do in this game. <laughs> now, when you level up, do you get more health, right? Yeah, supposedly you get more you? health. I don't know. I have no idea. I know you get stronger. I certainly haven't gotten any points to assign to any skills or anything like that. Yeah. I, I, I know. I know my attacks do more damage because I have I have seen that firsthand. So, um, I don't know, to be honest with you. 
I, I, I don't know. Every time I level up, I just know that my health gets refilled, and I don't notice if the bar goes up a little bit or it stays the same. I, I, I think it stays the same. I was just wondering if you guys noticed. Oh. No idea. Yeah. Eh. But, um, yeah. I mean, any, any other closing thoughts you guys want to talk about? Hmm. No? No. I, Not I, really. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens next. Yeah, yeah. I definitely am. I want to see how they how they bring this all together because everybody that I've talked to that has played this game said that it was great. Man, so far they're not off by yeah. saying that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's short for this type of game. I think. Um, well, we, I, I I personally <laughs> except that like, you have to play through it three times, right, <laughs> to get the the full experience, I guess. But um, I mean, if you just sit through it once, I'm guessing no, what twelve hours? Uh, I'm, at, I'm, guessing. I'm about ten in, and I'm just past the halfway point. Okay, so eleven in maybe. I think I'm nine. Yeah, I'm about eight, eight or nine. So. I don't know. Well, that's because we're not doing a side quest either, too. So yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say I'd probably end this game at around fourteen hours at the most. Yeah. Which it's gonna be. I'm, I'm imagining a full twenty for me. <laughs> you you <laughs> always do that though, Matt. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it's like what, like forty hours in Crimson Gem Saga. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got eighteen. <laughs> So. I, I, I noticed from the first half for me that it dragged on and it seemed like I played every bit of you know a couple hours when I did but in this half so far it just flies by I don't even realize that I put two three four hours into it at a time yeah. so it's it's I don't know I, I'm, I'm liking the second half so far and hopefully it won't disappoint at the end so yeah, hopefully not so I guess I just like how it makes the choices for me too <laughs> Because I don't want to have to worry about when I level up, I, what point I put at, you know, where I put that point at, and I, I just I hate that because I always think I'm making the wrong decisions. And so yeah, is, it, is this going to royally fuck me over like right. twenty levels in? Yeah, <laughs> should I get it on strength or should I put it on health? What the fuck do I? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm glad I don't have to worry about that. Then don't play torchlight. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm getting uh, when I was playing Dark Siders too. I was getting a lot of that. Anxiety. What do I do? Where do I put it? I hate it. Uh, that sounds like a problem. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like prom night all over again. <laughs> Snap. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out how they tie all this stuff up in the next episode. We're gonna be playing through the rest of the game. Uh, this for this next episode, and um, hopefully it's a good one. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys enjoy us, if you guys hate us, if this is your first time listening, or if this is you've been listening to every episode, do me a favor. Head on over to iTunes. iTunes.com. Or, or that, or What's that site again? I need to write this down. iTunes.com. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, or you can uh, download the iTunes uh, program and then do it right there. Uh, search for Phoenix Down. On our podcast, we're labeled. Has a picture of a of a feather. It also says we're explicit because we like to say fuck a lot. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> and um, leave us an iTunes review. Who who determines that though? Real quick. 
who determines what. Do you have to put that it's explicit, or does iTunes listen to it and be like, these fuckers are fucking cussing too fucking much? No, we okay. we, we label it that way. Okay. <laughs> we, we can be reviewed. If you put it's clean and then somebody listens to us and reports us, then they can take us off iTunes. So, okay. you, so you have to label yourself. Okay. I didn't um, know if they did it or you did it. Okay. No, nah, no, nah, we do it. Um, but yeah, definitely, please leave us an iTunes review. Still uh, no review, huh? Uh, well, let me check. The last review we got was from me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us at least featured. Like, we don't even have enough reviews yet to say this This has a, you know, a, a three-star rating. It's just there, there, there is not enough reviews to, to do that. At least that's what they're saying. But, um... So... There it is. You don't even have to type Phoenix down. You just put Phoenix Doe. Phoenix Doe. <laughs> and it Phoenix Doe. And it pops up, I promise. Um, there it is, right there. The first podcast. We have... Oh, oh, oh! We have a review. Oh, snap. Nice. It is from... I think I know this person. It says, great show. Needs more reviews, people. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, it says, I'm really liking this show. Keep them, keep me coming, guys. Keep me coming. Guys. Keep him coming, huh? Okay, keep you coming. I didn't know we aroused you. Eliza, <laughs> Eliza Mule Oliverius. Oliverus. And he's sorry for butchering that name. Eli Samuel Oliverius. It's, <laughs> it's Eli. It's so doomed from Twitter. I know who it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, so doomed. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I guess that's who it is. <laughs> You're not I even hundred percent. <laughs> I hope it is, and if not, I'll butcher you your name. Um, <laughs> alrighty. Oh yeah, but anyway, um, thanks. For the um, for the for the message and the uh, the iTunes review, um, we we I think we need one more. I hate to say that, but I think we <laughs> I think we need one more before we can say be a featured one. Um, but if you would, yeah, that's so doomed. Okay, so I don't feel bad now. Um, <laughs> So, um, uh, but yeah, definitely leave us an iTunes review. Uh, just let us know how you feel. I mean, if you don't like us, let us know. I mean, tell us what we could do to change to help. Um, if you want to suggest a game to me, uh, you can send me one. Just send me a suggestion uh, on Twitter at uh, dmlfury. Um, you can also send me an email as uh, uh, frustratedfury at ztgamedomain.com. Uh, don't hesitate. Uh, if you if you want to hear us talk about a game, we will definitely sit there and play it. I'm I'm up for anything, um, but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. We've lingered long enough. I've lingered long enough. I just been such rambling. <laughs> um, trying to figure out who Eli was, uh, and um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Drew, and I'm Matt, and I'm Justin, and we're out of here. Uh, catch you next time on episode three or five point two, uh, the ending of near. Mm-hmm.